Hello and welcome to Talk D93, Community Consolidated School District 93's podcast hosted by me, Superintendent Dr. David Hill. In it, I sit down from time to time with amazing CCSD 93 staff members and other key figures who impact our district to have conversations about specific programs, services, roles, events, and more that have a positive effect on teaching and learning in District 93. I'm here today with Mrs. Maria Sanchez, CCSD 93's Director of English Language Services, and we're talking about our dual language program. Welcome, Maria. Well, thank you for having me. I always love and enjoy sharing my passion about the program. So, District 93 introduced its dual language program with one kindergarten class in 2015-16. Since then, it's grown to include 221 students across five grade levels in 12 classrooms. Maria, can you start off by telling us, telling our listeners who may not know a little what a dual language program is? Sure. Um, first of all, I want to talk a little bit about what our dual language program is not. Our dual language program is not just a Spanish class. Our dual language program is a program where you are learning in Spanish, um, and that includes all content, all social-emotional aspects of it. So our dual language program incorporates um, all learning throughout the day in English and in Spanish. Thank you. Mm-hmm. What is the difference between a dual language program and other English language programs like bilingual? Well, the purpose of a dual language program is more of an additive program. So we're adding the opportunity for students to add a language, whereas the EL program, the traditional bilingual program, was more of a subtractive program where you were, the goal was really to take away um, any need for a, a language other than English and then prepare them to uh, success, be successful academically um, in English. Ah, thank you. So how would you say a dual language program benefits students now and into their futures? Uh, there's many benefits. Um, now we really look at the research out there uh, that shows that the brain function, being bilingual, the brain function is um, one of the biggest benefits of being bilingual. So they're, the the Students' brains become a little more flexible and assist them in better executive functioning, which means um, better memory, better recall, better focus within the classroom and in their lives as gen in general. Hmm. As far as in the future, well, this opens up a plethora of opportunities for them in any career that they take. For example, if they're looking to go into a specific trade, well, there opens up their opportunity to reach more people. In business, we know the world is becoming um, a smaller world business-wise, so they're able to reach more people in uh, across the world. And they say that if you speak English and Spanish, you are pretty much able to communicate with 80% of the world. Hmm. Wow, that's really exciting. So now speaking specifically about District 93's dual language program, can you give our listeners a sense of why our district began to offer it five years ago? Um, the director at the time was actually really looking at the data and the success of our EL students mm -hmm. and looking to see how he can improve um, their scores, their, their learning. And then looking at the data, we noticed that there was an academic gap between those students who were in the EL program and those students who were in the regular monolingual classrooms. So what we did, what he did, and in being part of that, committee that decided to look into the dual language program, we noticed and looked at the research that showed that dual language programs really were supportive of students 
um, making further progress, progress academically as well as closing that academic gap. And that is when we really started looking at other programs and found the dual language program to be one that would be beneficial to those students. Hmm. You and I both know it's an outstanding program. So how do students enroll in our dual language program and what is their commitment? The first thing that uh, parents can do is when they're assisting, well, for kindergartners is assist a kin, uh, kindergarten registration at the buildings. There will be personnel there, dual language teachers, administrators who can talk to them a little bit more about the program, answer any questions that they may have. We will have um, consent forms there, which um, we ask that they sign so that students are placed on a waiting list. The decision is not made at that point, but we take all of those names, put them on a list, and give the parents an opportunity to think about it, look into what the program is, and see if they truly want their students in the program. Um, we usually set a deadline, and by that time, we ask them to commit to having their students in the program and ask for a commitment and trust in our program for the rest of their time within elementary and middle school. Now we will consistently talk to the parents. Um, if they have any concerns, we'll talk to them. And if it is at the point where we have had conversations and they feel that dual language is not the best placement, we will have that conversation, but we ask that you do commit to the program uh, so that we can see the growth. It will not happen within a year or two where it stands out. They will immediately see the engagement and the growth in a second language, but in order to see the academic bilingual numbers uh, represented, we do ask for a longer commitment. Hmm. Okay, interesting. We spoke a little bit about kindergarten registration. Is there a way that an older student or another student can enroll in the program? Well, everybody's welcome to register at kindergarten. Um, once they get to first grade, if we have a student who's interested in, in the dual language program, we would suggest that you contact the administrator or myself. We can have a conversation about placing them at first grade. Um, anything after first grade becomes more difficult if they never had exposure to, the, to Spanish. Um, and then after that, if other students are coming from another district where there has been a dual language program, we would definitely be able to invite them to participate in the dual language program. Can you explain a little bit about how we at District 93 go about instructing our children in English and Spanish? Well, we do have um, a, an 80-20 program where students begin in kindergarten with most of their day, about 80% of the instructional time in Spanish, um, and then 20% in English. We follow the same cur curriculum that everybody in the district does, uh, same expectations. We follow the Illinois state standards. However, again, it is an additive program where we add those language expectations, uh, language standards that we look at. We look at strategies that support specific language learning. So we do everything else that is expected of all students, but add on any additional supports that we would for language learners. Hmm. Okay. How does the district support students academically in a classroom where they are learning a language that is not their native language? There are many strategies that we use to support language learning. Um, for example, one of the strategies that we use throughout the day constantly is uh, TPR, which is total physical response. Our teachers probably leave the day exhausted because you use a lot of physical mo uh, movements to try to demonstrate what it is that you're talking about. So. If you're talking about uh, forces in motion and a ball rolling, you kind of roll your arms and use movement to 
to try to vi- have them visualize what it is that you're saying. We also use a lot of visuals when we're talking about vocabulary, introducing topics. Um, but the most important strategy that we use across the, uh, the program is our bridge. And a bridge is exactly what it sounds like. It's a structure that connects two entities. In this case, it's two languages. So you not only teach them how to use a bridge, but how to build a bridge between the languages. That way, if eventually they want to learn a third language, they have a lot of these structures in language learning that they can apply for the rest of their language learning lives. It sounds like for students who first enter the program, it might be a little daunting as they receive up to 80% of their instruction in a foreign language. Has that been your experience? And if so, how have you seen students persevere through the initial stages? It is definitely something that can be daunting, not only for the students, but for their parents as well, because they are entrusting us with their children coming into a school where they are going to be immersed in a language that they may or may not have been exposed to before. So one of the first things that we really focus on, and having been a kindergarten teacher working in the dual language program, I can vouch for the fact that having relationship with the kids, first of all, making them feel comfortable, making them feel safe, will open the opportunity for them to have fun with the program, with the learning, and also that communication with the parents. Communicating with the parents, understand having them understand that it is going to be challenging at first. The kids may come home a little concerned, but also letting them know that they can have that uh, conversation with uh, their children and let them know that if they don't understand something, they can let us know. And we are fortunate that in the K-2 classrooms, we have a paraprofessional, and that's a second person that can help reassure them and make them feel comfortable and make them understand, help them understand what is happening when they don't understand. Hmm, Thank you. You mentioned parents. Yes. What do you see as far as parent support for the program? I do think um, we have had good relationship with parents, but I think we need to work on the education for the parents as far as a dual language program is concerned. There there are some differences between a dual language program and just a regular um, education in a regular classroom. So what we want to do is be able to um, help the the parents understand that they make their children might come to some points where they may feel frustrated or feel like they're not being successful and kind of help them along the way to support their children, and again, encourage that communication with the teacher so that we can work together um, to help the students feel better about being in uncomfortable situations and learning language, as well as helping them support it. So a lot of education for parents is upcoming, we foresee. Okay. Sounds like we have a really strong partnership between our staff, our students, and our parents. We really do. And without the parents' support, we wouldn't be able to have such a dual language program. Excellent. How has the program grown over its five years in D93? Not only in size. Obviously, we've, we've seen that um, we have uh, 221 plus uh, students, but uh, we've grown in the support that we have with the current dual language parents as well as with the community, the staff in the district who may or may not be a part of the dual language program. The support has grown that way. It has grown in uh, the opportunity that the staff members have received professional development uh, support. Um, We have a consultant that travels around the country and then brings it back to us as well. So our opportunities and and experiences have grown through our own experiences as well as those that we use to support us. Hmm. So looking towards the future of the program, 
as our oldest cohort of students are approaching middle school, what shape will a dual language program take when it gets to the middle school level? Well, we do have a dual language committee right now that is really looking at the overall program, a dual language program, and looking at where we have been successful and celebrating those successes and continue to build on those. We've also learned um, that there, we're not perfect. We have learned along the way to modify the program. Um, and in doing this, we have learned how to build that vertical alignment from kindergarten right now up to fourth grade. But in knowing that, we are looking to see how we can uh, provide opportunities um, for students to really have a strong dual language program in middle school. And that entails our dual committee making site visits to other schools, um, as well as looking at what our district philosophy is as a as a whole and incorporating our philosophy as a dual language program to align it so that we can have a strong dual language program in middle school. Hmm. You mentioned the dual language committee. Yes. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about their work aside from just looking at how the program will look in middle school? Sure. Our dual language committee is um, committed to look at data, to look at interviewing students to see what it is that they feel is strong about our program and working with that. Look, uh, interviewing our parents, talking to um, other staff members and looking at really those celebrations that we have and building on them, like I mentioned before, but as well as really looking at those areas where we still have gaps and maybe academic gaps or um, success gaps in the program and finding ways to support the teachers and the administrators in providing improvements to the program. Okay. Is there anything else you'd like to share with us about the dual language program? There is one thing that I did want uh, to debunk, a myth that's out there that many times I get questions from parents that are considering the dual language program but may not um, understand it as well. And one of those myths is I've heard that students who learn two languages are just going to get confused because they have two languages. It may seem like that because you have two different languages that one they may not have been exposed to, but that definitely is a myth. Um, so we invite everybody to give us an opportunity to have their children in the dual language program so that we can show them what benefits really they, they can have in being bilingual, biliterate, and multicultural, having those competencies to provide them better opportunities in the future. Okay. You mentioned parents and maybe some myths out there. Mm -hmm. Where can parents and community members who are interested in learning more about this program find that information that they're looking for? Well, parents can always reach out to the teachers for more information, uh, administrators, but um, anyone is, is welcome to visit our website at www.ccsd93.com backslash dual language. And we will also be able to provide you with more information with a new video that shows a program in action. Mm. Wonderful. This has been a terrific conversation, Mrs. Sanchez. I thank you so much for being here and sharing a little bit about the work that you do for our community's children. Well, thank you for having me. Talk D93 listeners, please subscribe to Talk D93 on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. And don't miss a thing from CCSD93 by following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. You can also find me on Twitter at DrHillD93. Join us next time for a conversation about more great things happening in CCSD 93.